My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 185 of The Kate Show. I gotta say, I cannot believe we are already approaching 200 episodes. My goodness, it is so crazy how time flies. Now guys, today we're talking about 10 profitable topic ideas for your email marketing and your blogging. And to be quite honest, I am not sure which is more difficult when it comes to creating these things figuring out a topic, or actually writing the darn thing. Do you guys struggle with that too? It's no small feat to slow down long enough to think about our bigger business goals, and then from there, determine which topics we should select for our content marketing in light of those goals. Now, I know what some of you are thinking right now. Wait a minute. My blog and email content needs to be strategic? Crap. I was just trying to scrounge up topics as I thought of them. Choosing what to write about is more than just detailing your latest trip to High Point or the Vegas market or sharing your favorite color palettes. Unless, and I say this tongue-in-cheek, unless you're trying to get a job as a High Point tour guide or a Benjamin Moore color rep, you'll need to think holistically about what your ideal client needs and then write about those topics. If you know that you want to write something, but you just cannot craft the words, like you've got the topic idea, but the words, yeah, they're not coming so easily. Or maybe you just can't figure out what to write about at all, much less how to write it. You are in the right place because today on The Kate Show, I'm sharing 10 blog post topics and 10 email newsletter topics, each with a general outline to help get you started. Now, before we get into all of this, I have a few reminders and a few other little segments that I want to get through. So first of all, if you have not already started following or subscribing to The Kate Show podcast, you can do that wherever you get your podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, all the places. And also, I want to go over the review of the week. So this comes from Georgie from Windsor. And I know that Georgie's a regular listener of the podcast, and I've actually had the pleasure of getting to know her in person. And here is what Georgie had to say. In my window treatments business, I often find myself driving between appointments and installations. I discovered Kate's podcast about 18 months ago, and I'm a faithful listener. I've listened to all of them on my daily journeys to visit customers. Even though she may not be discussing window treatments, there's always a nugget of business information or encouragement that I can apply to my business. Her interesting delivery, thoughtful examples, interesting business tidbits will keep me listening for as long as I'm in business. Georgie, thank you for that. I really appreciate both our, just our friendship and the connection between my agency and your amazing window treatment business. All right, guys, this episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. If you are looking for a professional client workflow that can be automated as much as those window treatments, then you need to check out HoneyBook. You can use code SOCIALITE for 50% off your first year. Simply go to share.honeybook.com forward slash socialite to get 50% off your first year. Guys, you will literally be saving hundreds of dollars. And I really honestly love the program that HoneyBook offers. By the way, I am trying to transition my agency over to HoneyBook, but right now I accidentally paid for an entire year of Dubsado. <laughs> Oopsie. Uh, no offense to Dubsado. I think they're great too. I just really like HoneyBook because it's so gosh darn pretty. 
and it's smooth and it's automated. And one of my big holdups around actually getting started with HoneyBook was that, oh man, I have all these forms already created in Dubsado and I really don't want to go spend hours recreating them in HoneyBook. I told HoneyBook this and they were like, hey girl, we got you. We're actually going to recreate all your forms and your contracts for you and you're not going to pay us for that. You're not going to have to do anything. We just want to make this an easy experience for you. So I gave them the stuff and they did it. They had a really quick turnaround time. They did not charge me a dime for this and it's amazing. So I can pretty much start using my HoneyBook account whenever I want to, but I'm going to, you know, finish up with Dubsado first because I did pay for the year and I should have known that was going to bill, but it, I didn't realize it. So, you know, that happens to everyone and I just got to suck it up because that was my fault as a business owner. But I am very excited to start with HoneyBook in the new year. And if you guys are interested in finding a way to really automate your workflow and really impress your clients, especially if you do a lot of in-person or virtual consultations, this is it. So go to honeybook.com, use code socialite for 50% off your first year. All right, now let's get into today's episode. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. All right, everyone, before we get into the actual meat of this episode, I have to give one disclaimer. You guys might notice my voice sounds a little bit funny. You may have noticed that in the last episode or two as well. And I swear I am like the cold virus queen right now. It's nothing serious. It's just super annoying because I'm catching every little virus that goes through my daughter's daycare. <laughs> so oh, it's so unfortunate when I'm a podcaster. But just so you know, I am not turning into a teenage boy with this squeaky voice over here, nor do I smoke a pack of cigarettes a day when my voice gets really gravelly. I'm just, you know, catching all the things because tis the season. But that aside, let's get into what you actually hit play to listen to today. I want to make a distinction between blog posts and newsletters because I get a lot of questions from you guys saying, well, can't I just repurpose one into the other? That seems smart. And at face value, yes, it does seem really smart. We should recycle, repurpose, and reuse our content whenever possible. But here's the problem. Blogging and email marketing are not interchangeable. You cannot write a blog post and then publish it on your site and then email the exact same thing out to your mailing list. Now, I know a lot of you do this automatically. I know there are platforms out there that will tell you, yes, do this. But if you do this, you're going to find that your open rate will start to decrease. People will unsubscribe at an increasing rate and you won't be any further ahead in your marketing as a result of that. Now, why is this? Well, there are a few reasons, five of them, actually. Number one, blog posts are for SEO purposes, but newsletters are for lead conversion. Number two, blog posts must be 500 to 1,000 words. They can be longer. My blog posts are usually around 2,000 words. Newsletters need to stay around 300 words, much, much shorter. The third reason is that blog posts require anywhere from like 
10 to 15 images, especially in the home industry, since everything you guys do is visual. And then depending on the word count, you may have, you know, more or less. But email newsletters should only contain three to five images because if you add more than five, your email could become undeliverable. The fourth reason is that blog post images require meta tags and alt descriptions, which that's all just part of SEO, but newsletter images don't require any of those things because newsletters have no bearing on your SEO. The fifth and final reason, and this is the big overarching reason, blog posts need a call to action that provides a freebie and gets people into your mailing list. So at the end of a blog post, you'd say, you know, sign up here to get my complimentary or my free guide on blah, blah, blah. And then email newsletters need a call to action at the end that tells readers to book a consult with you, which is the next logical step in the sales funnel. Newsletters should rarely send people back to your website as the primary call to action because that would literally be going backwards in the sales funnel. Now, if you would like to repurpose a blog post into a newsletter or vice versa, you'll need to completely reformat it and significantly shorten or lengthen it depending on which direction you're going, add a different call to action, change the number of images you use, and greatly reduce or change the file sizes. Using a blog post as a newsletter is like trying to rollerblade with a skateboard. These two things are similar, but they won't work well if you use them inappropriately. Blog posts live at the beginning of your sales funnel for SEO purposes, and newsletters live at the end of your sales funnel for lead conversion. So as you can see, there is a big reason and many other smaller reasons why you really can't recycle these. You can certainly use the same topic idea, but you have to change how you lay it out and what your call to action is. Otherwise, it's just not going to be effective and you really won't be saving time by recycling or repurposing. You'll be doing something that's just ineffective and that's frustrating. So now that we have that out of the way, let me go into the 10 email newsletter topics that you should consider. Now, these are going to span all the industries of the people who listen to this podcast. So design, design build, decorating, soft furnishings, professional organizing, home staging, all the things. So take from this what you will. The first topic is Furniture 101, designer versus retail. Now the subject line for this could be, do you really need designer furniture? When you ask a question, it makes people automatically want to answer it in their brain and they will then open the email. The ideal sending date and time of this newsletter would be Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday between 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. You could also do between 6 a.m. and 1 p.m. It all just kind of depends on how your list operates. Most people check their email first thing in the morning, so if they can be looking at your email first thing in the morning, which is something they're already intending to do, they're already setting aside time, even if they're still in bed, they're like, oh, gotta check that inbox, make sure your email is waiting for them. Now, the goal of this newsletter is... Again, it's designer furniture versus retail, so you need to help your clients and your leads figure out whether their budget, their lifestyle, and their aesthetic needs are better suited to designer furniture or retail options, and then of course share your professional recommendations. Now, obviously, most of you are going to be like, um, go designer because it's better quality. Yes, you pay more up front, but you don't have to repurchase a sofa every three to five years. So it can go into all of that and this is actually one of the newsletters that we have in Socialite Vault. It's very popular for this reason, because especially with a lot of you now selling products like furniture through Side Door, which is completely trade only, 
you need to illustrate to people, here is why trade products are so much better than just going to Pottery Barn. Now, if you are the type of designer that actually does source things for your clients from Restoration, from Pottery Barn, places like that, that's okay too, because you have to make sure you're talking about something that's relevant to your ideal client. So if you have more of a DIY client and maybe you're doing a lot of virtual design services for people with a smaller budget, it's totally fine to direct them toward those retail resources. But again, it all comes down to knowing who your client is and what's going to serve them best. The second newsletter topic is post-pandemic home design. Now, this could also be post-pandemic home organization or staging or decorating because all those things have changed drastically as a result of the quagmire that was 2020. Now, this subject line you could use is, here's how the pandemic forever changed home design or staging or whatever it is. And just like with our first newsletter, send this Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, first thing in the morning if you can. The goal of this particular newsletter is to tell your clients and leads that the pandemic has not only changed the way we live in our homes, but also how we build and remodel them. Now, this could also be stage them or organize them. You can detail the many ways projects are revising the traditional home plan to include dedicated workspaces, more comfortable living spaces, and greater headspace. That headspace is big with professional organizers because obviously having a clutter-free home also helps your mind feel more balanced and you have more clarity. There are so many different ways that you could work this topic to make sense for your business and your clients. The third topic is organizer for a day or designer for a day, or a stager for a day, you get the picture. The subject line is, buy me and my brain for a whole day, or purchase me and my brain for a whole day. The sending time is exactly what I said before, first thing in the morning, Tuesday through Thursday. The goal of the newsletter is to share your organizer or designer for a day service with your mailing list and explain what that includes and who would be a good fit for it. Sometimes you just have to tell people, hey, here's exactly what I do, and here's who I do it for, and here's how you can book that with me. Because being very specific and direct with people in an email newsletter works amazingly well, and I'm still surprised by how much it works. If I send out an email to my list and I'm like, hey, I have a website design slot that just came available, it's about a month away, who wants it? My inbox gets flooded. And I know that it can happen for you guys too, because I'll be quite honest, my mailing list is not ginormous, but people listen to what I have to say because I'm very intentional about serving them well and not selling to them. But as a result, I do make sales. And a lot of that is because I'm trying to be helpful and specific. Now, obviously, I'm not perfect at this. I have made so many email marketing faux pas, but I've also learned a lot too. So I hope that you guys can learn from my mistakes and learn from my wins and just be very specific about what you offer and who it's for and make it really easy for someone to book a discovery call or book a paid consult with you directly from that email. All right, newsletter topic number four is three reasons for custom furniture and upholstery. So all you soft furnishing workrooms out there, this one is for you. The email subject line could be, Here's why your neighbor's house will be outdated next year. Hmm, that is just a little gossipy, isn't it? <laughs> but it gets people's attention. 
The goal of the newsletter is to explain the benefit of investing in custom furniture upholstery as part of an heirloom collection or a family legacy tradition. So you can go into, hey, you know, the furniture from your grandmother, it holds so much meaning to you, but it's definitely showing some wear. Let's take care of it. Let's re-upholster it. Let's fix the springs and the cushions. I mean, obviously, I don't really know what I'm talking about, guys. <laughs> Anytime I create a newsletter for a soft furnishing workroom, I have to do a lot of research because that's your specialty and not mine. But all that research does pay off and then we're able to speak educatedly about these things. So if you are able to speak to your clients about this, it's going to benefit you and them. You can direct them towards reupholstering, refinishing what they already have instead of buying new. Or maybe they do need a new custom furniture piece. That's something that you can help them with. All right, now let's get into the fifth newsletter topic. And this one is more about designer for a day. And I just wanted to touch on this and separate it from organizer for a day because I know a lot of you do offer designer for a day services. I have not seen very many people offering organizer for a day or stager for a day. Maybe they will start doing that. Uh, I think it, it would be smart because you're not really changing what you're doing, but you're repackaging it in a way that is even more attractive to a lot of people that you want to serve. So obviously the goal of a newsletter is to share your designer for a day service and explain what it includes, who's a good fit for it, who's not a good fit for it, and here's how you book it. All right, the sixth newsletter topic is the nuances of popular drapery fabrics. So if you run a window treatment business or a custom workroom, this is another topic for you. You could use the subject line, the pros and cons of those trendy linen draperies. I mean, seriously, I'm seeing those linen draperies everywhere right now. Every Instagram influencer seems to have them in their house, but they like put them in every room. So there's no variation in their window treatments from room to room. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I guess I'm so used to seeing professionally designed spaces that have different window treatments or they're like layered with Roman shades and I don't know. I just think that the work you guys do is beautiful and a lot of what you do is not copy and paste. <laughs> it's so unique. And that is why you can use an email subject line that talks about the pros and cons of those trendy linen draperies. And then in the actual newsletter, you help educate your leads and your clients about the pros and cons of the three most popular drapery materials, linen, polyester, and velvet. Now you might be like, um, Kate, those are not the three most popular. You know what? Then you write about whatever is the most popular because it might vary by geographic area. I don't know, but this is your chance to really educate people. This will set you up as the specialist in your industry and it will help people remember that you are the guru here. You are the go-to person for all their window treatment needs. The seventh newsletter topic is why staging is not interior design. The subject line could read three reasons staging is nothing like interior design. And I know this is a hot topic because there are some consumers out there who think it's all one and the same, just called by a different name. So far from the truth. So within the actual newsletter, you can detail for people the differences between home staging and interior design so they can easily determine which service they need for their home or their listing. And this is okay to do if you have a mailing list with both listing agents and homeowners on it, or if you offer both of those services or only one of those services. If you offer only one, obviously you want to skew it more toward the one that you offer, 
but it's just a good thing to do. It's so good to educate people on what you do, what you don't do, the differences between the things that you do. Otherwise, people will get confused, and confused people do not purchase. Hey guys, real talk for a second. How much do the visuals and the copywriting of your business matter? Well, short answer, a lot. One more question for you. How much does that stress you out? A lot, right? Another short answer. Because unless you have a graphic designer, a copywriter, and a web developer in your back pocket, creating all the right marketing pieces for your brand can feel really overwhelming, but you might also be really tired of brand inconsistency, not having a sales funnel, feeling discombobulated or scattered in your marketing. I get the feeling, and it's not fun. To solve this issue for you guys, I created the Socialite Shop to make it easy for you to get exactly what you need to market your business really well. Website templates with built-in SEO, industry-specific stock photos, and our coveted Canva templates for freebies, ebooks, lead magnets, client guides, pricing guides, social media content, whatever you might need in your marketing. Now, if you're a member of Socialite Vault, you already have free access to all of these things. Plus, you have access to the email marketing and the blog post templates, and those are only ever going to be for our Vault members. But if you're not a member and you would like to use the different Canva templates, let's say you need a lead magnet, you need a pricing guide, you need a new website, you just need all the things, you now have options and you can head over to the Socialite shop to get those needs met. So grab the next beautiful template for your marketing by going to socialitefault.com forward slash shop. All right, the eighth newsletter topic is luxury holiday decorating. This is not something you have to reserve for the major holidays like Thanksgiving or Christmas. Most people will reserve it for that, but if you want to do like 4th of July decorating if you are here in the U.S., if you want to do just festive summer decor or whatever national holiday you celebrate in your country, you can do that. There are no rules around this. Here is what the email subject line could say. Want professional holiday decorating? You'll need to book it now. Okay, so that gives people a sense of urgency. The goal of a newsletter is to encourage your leads and clients to book their holiday decorating services with you now before your schedule fills up. And in the newsletter, you need to detail, here is what's included, here is the general timeline, and does this include the cost of product? Does it just include your styling services? You have to detail all of that. The ninth topic, and this is a super specific one for professional organizers, and you could really change it to focus on whatever area of the home you want, but this one is how to organize your beauty supplies. And again, I bring this up because you need to be very specific. If you just say how to organize your home, like the entire thing, that's overwhelming. And there's absolutely no way you can talk about how to organize your entire home in one newsletter or even in one blog post. You can focus on these micro spaces and give people actionable tips. They might actually implement those tips or they'll just be like, um, this is still overwhelming. I can't even manage this tiny little project. Can you help me? And that's when you're like, yes, ma'am, I can. And here's where you can book me and pay for my services. The actual goal of the newsletter is to help your leads and clients take control of their beauty products, creating stunning vanity displays while simultaneously developing systems for ongoing organization. When you get into those systems and those displays, People are going to be like, I want that, but I don't want the responsibility of doing that. So I need your help, please. 
that is the perfect situation because you create a need and you set yourself up as a solution and you're not using fear or anything bad to motivate them. You're just using their own desire for a beautiful bathroom. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. The 10th newsletter topic is to introduce your side door collections. Now, I know a lot of you listening have signed up with side door. I don't know how many of you have started making sales. I know there's still some confusion around, okay, I have these collections, but how do I sell them? Well, a big way you do that is through email marketing. So the email subject line for this would be meet the such and such home collection by your business name. So I could say, Meet the Socialite Home Collection by Kate the Socialite. <laughs> guys, I will never create a side door collection, obviously, because I cannot curate the way you guys can. But the goal of the newsletter is to introduce your side door collection, feature products that it contains, and then also offer your styling services. Now, if you don't want to offer your styling services, you could instead highlight the fact that your room-by-room -room side door collections really take the need for a professional stylist out of it and they can just go buy the entire collection put it in their space and it will look well curated and well designed just like that this is good if you want a more passive income stream but if you still want to be involved then you can still talk about hey here are the products i recommend i have them broken down by category so here are my favorite area rugs or my favorite console tables and if you get these and you need help styling them or you want my guidance on which ones to purchase, then why don't you book a consult with me right here? And then you give them your consult booking link. So there are a couple different ways that you can work that. All right, now let's transition over to the blog post topics. The first one I have for you is how to make home organization beautiful. So all you professional organizers, listen up. Here's something that you can just listen to, listen to me read it, as it'll probably help you wrap your brain around the perspective that you could take in this particular blog post. Home organization isn't all about see-through plastic bins and label makers. We make it beautiful. After all, the only way for your home organization to last is for you to enjoy it. That means smiling the next time you open a drawer or a closet and no longer being afraid to go out into your garage. My latest blog post, I'm sharing three tips for organization that look as blissful as they feel. And what I just read is one of the captions that we offer in Socialite Vault for our blog post template all about making home organization beautiful. So we offer the template, we pre-write the caption for you, making it easy for you to share on social. But I wanted to read the caption to you because it basically sums up a lot of what that blog post covers. And that's what I'm going to do for the next nine topics, by the way, just to give you a good idea of here is an approach that you could take on each topic. The second topic I have is for window treatment professionals and custom workrooms, and it is all about how custom window treatments are really made. And here is what the caption says that really summarizes the blog post. If you've been looking for thick, luxurious drapery like the curtains you've seen on Pinterest, there's a reason you haven't been able to find them at your local retailer. They're custom. That's right, custom window treatments are higher quality, a better fit, and longer lasting than their big box counterparts. To see just how much work and care goes into each piece, come see behind the scenes of our process. This is a great way to showcase your perceived value and your portfolio all at once. The third blog post topic I have for you 
is virtual interior design, high-end options from a distance. Now, obviously this echoes a little bit of what we've all been through from the pandemic, but also a lot of you might actually enjoy virtual design and wanna keep it up. So if you offer virtual design that can be conducted from a distance without making you pull your hair out, make sure your potential clients know. Share your process, why it works, and what clients can expect from the results. Now here is the caption that we've written for this. If you're looking to redesign your home but feel stuck about what to buy because there are so many options, a professional design plan might be just what you need. Our virtual interior design service offers the same as high-end design, but we hand the plans over to you for implementation. Yes, you'll have purchase links to make it easy, and I'm going to tell you exactly how the service works and what you can expect. Come discover the details in my latest blog post. This is a great way to help people understand how you can serve them and why virtual interior design isn't just for people who are looking to bounce ideas off of you. You will actually tell them, here's what you need to buy and here's how you need to style it. The fourth blog post topic I have for you is five updates that will increase your listing price. So this is for all you home stagers out there, whether vacant or occupied. You can help your potential clients understand which updates will increase their home or rental property's listing price. Once they see your amazing tips, they're going to be coming back to you for more. So here is what the social media caption says. How can you update your Airbnb to justify a higher nightly rate? Which changes are worth the ROI and which are unnecessary? My latest blog post is sharing five updates that can increase your listing price and your bottom line. Can you guess what they are? Go to the link in my bio. So obviously that caption is meant for Instagram. And in the blog post templates that we offer in Socialite Vault, we then help you list out what those five items are and you can tailor them to your business. So whether you're focusing on people with short-term rental properties or you're doing vacant listings or occupied listings, it'll make sense for any of those. The fifth topic will apply to every industry, but we're gonna, for sake of illustration, use this for home organizers. It says what it's really like to work with a home organizer. You get to overturn some common misconceptions about organizing and help your readers see what working with you is really like fun, easy, and rewarding, right? Well, you can't just say that, you have to show it. And you could use this if you're a designer or a stager or a window treatment professional as well. Here is what the caption says. What do you imagine working with a home organizer is like? Do we make you touch everything like Marie Kondo? Does it feel like work just going through all your possessions? In my experience, real life organizing is far different from what pictures make it out to be. What do we really do together? What other organizing myths are untrue? I'm sharing everything you need to know in my latest blog post. And that social media caption just sums up why someone needs to go read your blog post. And again, when people read your blog post, they should then be asked to opt in to get a freebie from you. And then they're going to start getting your email marketing. And then they're going to end up hiring you more often than not. Obviously, there are no guarantees, but that is a sales funnel. That is how you attract qualified lead and then get them into your funnel. The sixth blog post topic is reasons interior designers should partner with custom workrooms. So this can be useful whether you're a designer or a workroom. And usually we see custom workrooms using this topic because they would like to connect with more interior designers. Interior designers greatly benefit from custom workrooms. I know I don't have to say that, but I'm saying it anyway. And a custom workroom that is trade only will benefit greatly from that relationship as well. 
Designers in workrooms make great teams. They lift each other up. They help each other shine at their unique crafts. And helping designers see the benefits of partnering with your specific custom workroom is really important. So here is what the social media caption says. Interior designers, have you ever considered partnering up with a local custom workroom? There are more benefits than you might think. Today I'm sharing several ways a custom workroom is a partner you'll want in your back pocket. So this is not about saying, hey, I'm a business and I'm going to market myself to this other business, a design firm, and try to get all salesy and be like, here's how you can help me. No, no, no. It's more about here's how I can help you. And I see this as a long-term relationship. And I would love to help you just wow the pants off your clients without you having to be like, okay, well, they want a custom window treatment or I can see there's a need for that here. Oh my goodness, I'm pulling my hair out. I don't even know all the window treatment terminology because let's be real, not every designer knows window treatment terminology. And I don't know that they should have to because everyone has their specialty and their niche market. So when you can approach a designer from that perspective and say, hey, I'm not expecting you to know all the things. In fact, nobody should be expecting you to know all the things, but I would love to become a collaborative partner with you so that we can really serve these clients together. That is such a smart and respectful way of approaching a B2B relationship. All right, the seventh blog post topic is durable home finishes for kids and pets. This is something that a lot of our vault members have asked for quite a bit because a lot of them work with families or they work with older people who have a lot of pets and they're like, you know, there is a really easy way to design a space that looks beautiful and is truly high end while also being resilient to the kids, the grandkids, the pets. And people don't have to shop at big box stores thinking, well, I'm going to get good design once the kids are grown up or once I no longer have these dogs that jump on everything. And this is a great way for you to educate them on how they do not have to wait. So here's what the social media caption says in summary of this blog post. True or false? If you have kids or pets, you can't have nice things. False. With the right materials, your home really can withstand daily use, even when life gets messy. Take a look at our latest blog post for some of the best materials for family-friendly homes that can go the distance. So this is where you can talk about some of your favorites, like Sunbrella or Krypton, or I don't know, like uh, luxury vinyl planks, because all these things will stand up to that heavy foot traffic, messy kids and messy animals, and still look really good. I know I don't have to tell you guys these things. You've got so many other things that you can talk about, and this is your time to talk about them. The eighth blog post topic I have for you is what happens during a home staging consultation. This is good if you offer vacant or occupied or even Airbnb staging. Here is what the social media caption says in summary. Did you know a home staging consult could save you thousands of dollars? That's not an exaggeration. Before you start ripping out certain features or adding new ones, make sure your home improvements will actually raise your selling price. A home staging consult can help identify which areas of the home to update and which to let recede into the background. I'm sharing more of this service and all you can expect from it on the blog today. Come take a look. My link is in the bio. This is obviously great because not everyone understands what home staging is still. <laughs> Even a lot of listing agents are like, mm, I've heard of it. I don't know. I mean, I see the stats, but I need more information. It's just that they don't always ask for that information or seek it out on their own. So you kind of have to just present it to them in a very easily digestible format in an email newsletter. 
The ninth blog post topic I have for you is best kitchen updates for increasing home value. So you could use this whether you're a stager or a design build firm, maybe you focus on kitchen renovation, maybe you're an interior designer and you partner with a contractor or a builder. This is a very dynamic topic and it really helps people focus on the big picture. Maybe your client is not in their forever home, but they wanna be comfortable in that home. And they're also looking at the financial side of it, like when I sell this house, will I make money on it? That's something that you can talk to them about. You can help potential clients evaluate the modern kitchen features specifically that are helping increase home values everywhere and then show how they can get all of that from you, from your design firm and the people you partner with. So the summary of this blog post is this. You are just beginning a kitchen renovation as you prepare to list your home for sale, whether now or years from now, but you have no idea what features to include. What's considered a luxury? What's considered a must-have? I've heard these questions before, and today I'm telling you exactly what I tell all of our clients. What modern features buyers will be looking for in your home, and whether I suggest you invest in those features. So this is, again, all about client education, and you're presenting them with a problem and then setting yourself up as the perfect solution. It's marketing in 101. All right, the 10th and final blog post topic I have for you is back to professional organizers, and that is how to conquer emotional clutter as you organize your space. You can help potential clients conquer the pesky emotions they'll deal with when they cull the clutter in their homes, and you can share how you will help leave them with a clean, refreshed space, whether it's their spring cleaning and declutter or organize routine, or they're just getting ready for the holidays, or whatever time of year it is, you can really give them a new perspective on their home and really on life. I mean, the cool thing about organizing is it's similar to design and, and decorating where you can change the way someone feels when they walk into the room. And that is such an important job and it's something worth talking about. So here is the summary of that blog post. Your cabinets are simply overflowing with the collection of antique teacups that people have gifted you over the years, each as beautiful as the last. But is the sentiment of your overabundant collection worth the stress of so much lost cabinet space? Today we're talking about how to store less and live more, letting the weight of guilt fall off as we navigate emotional and physical clutter in the home. I guarantee you'll leave feeling inspired. Come take a look. The link is in my bio. So it is about selling your service, but it's approaching it from an emotional standpoint, which is another marketing basic People make buying decisions based on emotion, not on budget. So talk about emotion to them. Don't talk about how much money they're going to save with you. All right, guys, those are the 10 profitable topic ideas for your email newsletters and your blog posts. And just so you know, every single one of these is available in Socialite Vault. So if you head over to socialitevault.com, it doesn't matter which package you sign up for, you will get access to all the newsletter content. And at our higher level packages, you'll also get access to the blog post content. I do have a special promo code for you guys, and I feel like I never really give promo codes to my own stuff, so don't miss this one. But if you use code SOCIAL, you're going to get 10% off your first month. And by the way, you don't have to stay month after month. There's no contract. There's no minimum monthly commitment. So just head over to socialitevault.com, pick your package, and use the code SOCIAL for 10% off. All right, guys.
that is all I have for you this week. We definitely went long on this one. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.